This, 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 this is mythical. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? I think it is. Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game, slugger. With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 61524. Void where prohibited. Ina Garten, Rachel Ray, Tom Colicchio. Some of our favorite chefs have never had the experience of sprinting to catch the culinary school bus. Probably because the culinary school bus isn't a thing, but also because they never went there. Does this mean culinary school is a scam? <gasps> this is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And Nicole, today we're trying to take down the big scam artist, Lula Ray. Lula Roe. Lula Roe. They're scamming people for their leggings. Uh-huh. Herbalife. I Herbalife. Herbalife. There was, um, Smoothies. There was one in my high school. I feel like every high school had pyramid schemes at them. The one where you would sell, like, uh, rolls of paper? No, this was oh. this was energy drinks. They sold energy drinks at your school? Well, yeah, there was, like, That's a pyramid scheme up. at my school where they sold, it was called Verve, I think. And I think someone's, like, up. dad got arrested because that. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Anyways, we're talking about whether or not culinary school is a scam. Mm. And since I never went there, Nicole, did you get <laughs> scammed? That's a great question. I actually visited, actually had dinner with one of my old professors. I guess he was my old chef. And it's been like maybe two, three years since I've seen him. And we just very we talked very lightly about it. And I'm like, do you, I kind of did like a little bit of like an ask, like, do mm. you think culinary school is a scam? You were a teacher there for X amount of years. What do you think? And he's like, oh, it's it's a scam. Of course, it's a scam. I mean, look at you. <laughs> Look at what you're doing now. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's no way that culinary training prepared you for where you are today. And he was obviously being, like, facetious. Yeah, of course, of course. And um, what I will say is any school is a scam. Yes. Any Tear sc- down higher education. What you need to do is, within yourself, have the hunger, knowledge, and um, excitement to do more than what your schooling teaches you. And that's for any sort of subject. That's for being a lawyer. I guess maybe for a doctor. I don't know about doctors. Is doctor school? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, with any sort of like arts and humanities degree, I think that's what they call them. You get like the base level of training. You learn how Mm. to cut a carrot. You learn how to fabricate a chicken. You learn how to maybe I don't know do some agar agar pearls. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you learn. Everything else. You have to teach yourself. Culinary school can't teach you work ethic. It mm. can't teach you hard work. It can't teach you how to be personable. Yeah. That's not things that that school does. It's a trade school. It teaches you a trade that will allow you to enter into a low-level l- line cook job. Yeah. That's it. 
That's all mm-hmm. culinary school is. That's all it prepares you for. If you have bigger dreams than that, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. But you don't need the school. You can you can learn everything from culinary school being on the line. You can. Oh, when you said on the line, I thought you meant oh. being online like YouTube, but oh, you no. mean working the line at a restaurant. I mean working the line at a restaurant. I'm yeah. sure the University of YouTube is one of my favorite <laughs> sources of education. I call it hard knocks culinary <laughs> you, baby. That's where I learned. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can learn almost everything on the internet, but there's nothing like real world experience mm-hmm. and being under someone who knows how to work, you know, a kitchen. Yeah. And learning from them, I think, is incredibly valuable. And if those people transition into teaching awesome Mm. if they don't and they just you know stay in the restaurant world and they're like badass culinary chefs uh, cool you know what i mean i mean the whole reason we're talking about this thing is because we get a lot of dms from people who are like i want to do what you do (laughs) you're you're larfing because you know we get so many of those dms all the time and all the time people are asking should i go to culinary school or i'm going to culinary school thank you yeah, or you're yeah. the reason I'm going. You're to the reason school, I'm going to culinary school. Scares me, dude. Don't be the Josh reason you're getting go. into debt. Guys, Josh did not go to culinary school. Josh has an almost degree from UCLA in political science, right? <laughs> yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. So don't go. Don't tell Josh. Thank you, because Josh did something totally different with his life. He had like a totally different like trajectory. Yeah, and yeah. also when you're talking about whether or not culinary school is a scam, you have to look at the other things that are scams. Uh-huh. Like, is a four-year university a scam? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to be a doctor or a lawyer and there is a very prescribed way for you to get there, yep. which, for the record, I have a healthy distrust of institutionalized education <laughs> and authority in general. Oh. Um, I'm pretty glad that our doctors have to go to medical school and pass some sort of Sure. Exam. I, I like think that's that probably a good thing. Yeah. For, let's say, 90-plus percent of professions, um, that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Like an accreditation like that. You know? Well, going to, well, going to an accredited school is something what is that something i couldn't tell you but there's like if you call yourself a medical doctor yes you need to have although i know some people who went to like naturopathic schools that still call themselves oh they're like (laughs) do's yeah 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 yeah. i'm like "Ah, i don't don't know that you should use that word hey alternative healing practice it's whatever um but there's nothing like that for a chef you can have your serve safe certification yeah saying that you don't let food fall on the floor and pick it up and serve it to people you know that you gotta store things three inches off the ground yeah but that doesn't mean you have like a license to be a chef there's no right way to be a chef and also um, no amount of institutionalized education in any field is going to make up for just a natural hunger and knowledge for things and seeking out information on your own right exactly Nicole if you had to do it over again would you still go to culinary school damn that's a great question when I was 19 years old I wanted to be an English professor. I'm like, I'm going to go and teach children how to, not children, I want to be a college professor. I was like, I'm going to go teach people how to, you know, dissect a haiku and, you know, read poems and like read like the Odyssey and stuff. And then. Um, <laughs> that is what you do. Dissecting haikus, reading poems. Yeah. yeah. And like, the Odyssey. yeah. And let me tell you, I took a lot of classes. I took a lot of creative writing classes. I mm-hmm. took a lot of like Shakespearean theory classes and I enjoyed it. But. My parents also told me to work. They're like, you got to go get a job, girl. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, fine. So I started working at 16. At 19, I was working at a chocolate store. And then I was like, whoa, this is a career. Like food can be a Mm -hmm. career. You're kidding me. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I, I don't regret going to culinary school. I do not regret it. I met some really great people. I loved my professors, my chefs. They were all so supportive and like proud of the fact that I was going against the grain because I told them like there's not a lot of Persian Jewish girls in culinary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I made that very clear and they understood that and they're like, 
okay, we understand that, but that doesn't mean that we're going to treat you any different. And I mm. love that. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, the school that I went to, I was lucky enough to have a great, a great education. I'm lucky because like I can like afford the loans and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can take them out and I the can other pay huge them. Issue in this, yeah, yeah, it is an ex- it isn't an expensive school. And then they like to be like, oh, it's art school. Of course, it's expensive. But like, <laughs> it's art school. Like you can be selling million dollar paintings they, and your food. Yeah, that's how they that's how they Damn, spend it. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I was like, I didn't well, know that actually. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, they kind of say, oh, you're going to culinary school is the equivalent of art school. No, it's a, it's a trade school. It's it is a trade like, school. It is not an art school. school exactly. Nothing wrong with that. That's that's awesome. But, but it's got to be treated as such. But you have to think about the entry level job of a person that works in a restaurant. They're making what ten dollars an hour if they're lucky. I mean, likely minimum wage. Yeah. Minimum wage, whatever it is. I don't even know what minimum wage is right now. Maybe fifteen it's bucks. Honestly, up to fifteen. I think are we at 15? we're at fifteen in LA. I don't now, know right? what we're at, but like fifteen bucks an hour. What could is a like banana the, cost, Michael? Ten dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do payroll stuff, so I don't. I have zero idea. Um, Fourteen dollars an hour. Okay. Now it's it's climbing. It's like eventually. Yeah, it's but whenever, 15. but whenever I was in culinary school, I think it might have been like I don't know, eleven fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that was the baseline, and that was like the the loan you're taking out versus how much money you're making. Yes, was astronomically different. It's not even enough to like pay yeah. the interest on a loan, especially yeah. if you are going to say an art school, mm-hmm. the loans you're taking, a lot of them are probably private. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, it doesn't have like the infrastructure of a four year school. Like exactly. Yeah, I, like I went to public schools. I went to UC Santa Barbara for mm-hmm. two years. Uh, also, I likely would have gone to culinary school if not for sports. Oh, that was really? the only reason. That was my only interest in college was that I wanted to figure out how to throw a shot put in discus farther. And I thought that might have been my career. I mean, I knew I wasn't good enough to go to the Olympics yeah. or anything, but I thought, you know, I had a real passion for the sport. Still do, um, but I thought that maybe I could coach and, and go into that route. And then I was able to pass my classes and get a good enough GPA for, you know, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was going to do a fifth year in track and field, but I ended up using up my eligibility earlier than I thought and not doing that. So I literally had like one semester left to go, but I had no more sports. Hmm. So I was like, why am I here? I hate this. Like I wanted, like food is my other huge passion mm-hmm. other than sports. Mm-hmm. Um, Would have gone to culinary school had it not been for a sports scholarship. And so I just, you know, kept three classes on the book so I could keep my financial yeah. my financial aid. And then for the next three months, I was like, let's figure out how to launch a culinary career. And then I started my blog and I started just mm-hmm. meeting as many people in the restaurant business uh, as possible. Uh, and so there is like another world in which I did go to culinary school. And I always think about how my life would be different mm-hmm. because I don't think I would have ended up here. Yeah, probably not. You I would have pro- been a rock star chef. You would have been a rock star been chef. A hard party and rock star chef, Nicole. Who knows? I been. You might have been, you know, a, a million dollar uh, CPG, consumer packaged goods creator. There's, oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. There's like, there's like, people always think, oh, you go to culinary school, you're going to become a chef in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I knew I did not want to work in a restaurant. I yeah. knew that. That's the dream that they sell a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, restaurants aren't that great. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, the toxic energy is a lot for, yeah. for people to hand on. You know, I was very coddled as a, as a mm-hmm. kid until like I was like 25. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very sheltered in that aspect. And the, the, Back of the house world was a little bit much for me, mm-hmm. and I could hang, but there was like situations where I just couldn't hang. Yeah, like crying in a uh, what's that thing called? The, the deep walk-in? freeze. Crying in the walk-in because I couldn't ice a cake properly, yeah. and like just being surrounded by people that are ex- expecting you to move, 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 mm-hmm. and you're like, 
I can't. I yeah. can't do that. The the energy and the toxicity was a lot for me. And I just, I tried it. I gave it an honest go and I knew it wasn't for me. Yeah. But then I was like, there's so many other things I can do. I just wish that my school would tell the other kids mm-hmm. that there were other things you could do other than be a restaurant chef. Yeah. They didn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I wish. It was very restaurant oriented. Like, was yeah, it? Yeah, they were like, it was weird. It's like we would like cook in teams. And then, like, sometimes we would cook separately. And then, like, we had to present dishes as teams. It was very... What was that teaching you? The teams thing? Just, like, how to work together How to work with other people. Weird. And, like, it just just didn't make... A lot of the things made sense. A lot of the things didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But I am very grateful that I did it because I learned so much. And, again, I met really cool people. And I'm still in contact with a lot of the people I'm with. I, like, met in school today. Yeah. And, like, I love to see their trajectories and all the fun things they're doing because they also... Some of them went, you know, the restaurant classic route. Some of them are CDCs and some of them Mm -hmm. are, you know international food bloggers going around the Middle East and, you know, trying Palestinian foods and trying different foods from different regions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like, way to go. So I'm glad I went. I don't think it's a scam, but you don't have to go. Yeah. No, that's okay. (laughs) The other thing is, one, you just don't have to go to work in a rest. You don't have to go to culinary school to find a restaurant job. That's true. I actually know some chefs who refuse to hire people from culinary school because they're like, you're just learning outdated stuff from burnt out so chefs who couldn't hack it in restaurants. So and, who, and I don't know that that's necessarily true. I know some other people that have very great experiences at culinary school, specifically people who went to the CIA, Culinary Institute yeah, of America. Yeah, CIA is an incredible school. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, or- it's the top school What's in America. Or Orson and Wells or something like that? Not Orson no, no, Wells. Orson Wells. Uh, Johnson and Wales. Johnson and Wales, Johnson sorry. And Wales. Um, Orson Wells is on the brain. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, you know, a lot of people who go to those schools, the track is to then work in Cheesecake Factory corporate as an R&D And chef. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's also, I told my- To work for Hilton. The only way my parents were okay with me going to culinary school is telling them that I was going to be a research and development chef for craft. That's yeah. the only way they're like, okay, <laughs> you go. You just pick craft out of a hat? Yeah, I like cheese. <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like cheese. Yeah. And I'm like, they'll they'll believe that. They know what craft is. Yeah. They'll know that, okay, she'll be making good enough money that I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about her, which is, you know, immigrant parents, they want you to come to America and make a lot of money. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. Oh, of course. So, um. Yeah, it was definitely me going to culinary school was like a big deal to them. They're like, Mm. don't do it. They're like, Nicole, don't do this. Did they ever have like an I told you so moment or did you ever have an I told you so moment? Of course I had an I told you so moment. Was it this job? Not this. I mean, this was one of them. Yeah, yeah. I've had so many I told you so moments. I'm like, look at this job. Look at what they're offering me. Mm. Look at how like look at the success of this place. Like, how do you feel? But my dad was really supportive. My mom was just scared for me. That's what it was. My dad never told me what to do in life. He was like, do whatever you want. I trust you. Mm -hmm. My mom was a little bit more apprehensive because she's like, you are going into a quagmire of like people that you have no idea what their pasts are. Mm. The restaurant world is is scary. Bunch of derelicts. Yeah, she's like, you're gonna be hanging out with a lot of people that are like on like on the what like the sides. What's it called? The fringes the of fringe- society. Yeah. Which is, like, not the f- most far-off thing I've... No, I mean, which, Bourdain talks about it a lot. Yeah. He's, like, in, in kitchens, you have, uh, you have was it, artists? Uh-huh. Who are the, you know, generally kids whose parents paid for them to go to culinary mm-hmm. school and they want to make, you know, uh, cool apple soil, with, you know, <laughs> fermented yeah. tomato gelée, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, then you have mercenaries, people who, they're really good at their job. They just come in, they work a line, they bang it out, mm-hmm. and that's how they know how to make money. And then you have exiles, people with nowhere else to go. Yeah. They duck in a kitchen and they work. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. baby up. So my mom was always like very apprehensive. She's like, are you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? You really want to do this? Mm-hmm. I don't think you should do this. Maybe you should try another thing. Have you looked into hospitality school instead? Like she was very adamant about me going to a real, co- quote unquote, real college yeah. and getting a quote unquote, real education. And then I'm just like, Mom, sorry. This yeah. worked out for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy now. Like, uh, what do you have to say now, lady? And she's just like, <laughs> sometimes I go, are you going to say, are you proud of me? And she's like, I'm proud of you. I'm like, okay, uh, was that so hard? Catharsis on the podcast. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to the future of just more diverse educational opportunities opening up for sure. people. Because you mentioned the term real college. And quote, I unquote, hope yeah. to God that, yeah, quote unquote, I hope to God that we're the last generation that grows up with the idea that a four-year college is the only route to go. Right. Because I feel like we were that was drilled into us from a very young age. My mom always my mom and dad, both of them were like, education is important. It's actually an important thing. But me knowing about, I don't know, the Tigris and Euphrates doesn't really benefit me. Birthplace of Sumeria. Yeah. Like me knowing what (laughs) a what a I can't even say it. Parabola, a parabola, 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 arch symmetrical on both sides. They don't help me in life. So education is cool, but what about, hear me out, education about things that you want to know about instead? Was it the Socratic ideal of justice? And ironically, (laughs) I only know the Socratic ideal of justice from my uh, political science (laughs) uh, almost degree of reading The Republic. Um, But no, it's the idea that everybody is doing what they are best at. That'd right? be nice. And that's that's a huge thing, right? I mean, I I spent a long time... Is this the fish bicycle thing? (laughs) What? If you tell a fish to ride a bicycle, it'll fail every time. But if you oh. make a fish swim, it'll be successful every time. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, <laughs> that that makes sense. And so whatever, <laughs> I'm also a big fan of the idea of, uh, what is it? Well, let's throw out more idiomatic cliches, mm-hmm. turning the wheels in the direction of the skid, right? Going where the momentum takes you. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, and if you are naturally interested in something that mm-hmm. may not exist at a four-year school, that may not exist at, hell, even a trade school or a community college, anything like that, um, just dive into it just dive into it become an expert yeah and figure out a way to pay your rent until eventually you find that you can so either true. a make money for it or b just live a fulfilled life with that thing being a huge part of it sure if education is a part of you having a fulfilled life do it 100 percent. if you have that degree and you can put that degree and frame it on your wall and you look at it and you're like i did that way to go yeah that was never important to me no me never neither, man which is weird because it was so important to everyone else in my family yeah Nicole, you're all about that Mediterranean food, right? Of course. I actually made the most incredible chicken souvlaki for dinner last night. I made a little salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions. I sprinkled some feta on there and I made a little wrap. It was so, so good. I have so much feta cheese in my fridge at all (laughs) times. Like Mediterranean food, Greek food specifically, is one of Julia's favorites. It's one of my favorite ways to cook and also favorite ways to eat. Now you can taste the Mediterranean at Whole Foods Market. Get those Mediterranean-inspired flavors and save on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and Lamb. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey. Go now and save on regionally inspired selections through March 19th. Dude, I love me some Whole Foods ground lamb. I was doing smash yeah, burgers the too. other day. It's a little harissa mayo on there. Lamb. Ooh, you can make kefteres. You can make locanico. God, I want some lamb. You can find sales on animal welfare certified meat like boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, and more. Yeah, save on seafood too while ordering whole branzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. I got a branzini from there and let me tell you i stuffed it with parsley garlic lemon fresh oregano and it was 
absolutely Branzini delicious. is plural. It would be one Branzino. Is that true? I'll show myself out. Yeah, it actually is. Oh my gosh, I had no <laughs> idea. I've been calling it Branzini slash Branzino just like willy-nilly. Boom roasted. Just like my fish, huh? <laughs> and their wines from the sun-soaked Mediterranean start at just $8.99. That's $8.99 for some bomb, bomb wine. Sip from the vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy. I will, Nicole. Check out 365 by Whole Foods Market and stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and more. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Sometimes I forget that, like, uh, my family's also immigrants, which is weird. <laughs> but I forget that. I mean, they, they're, you know, first-generation South African Jews yeah. who came here. But I was also drilled into that. Every time I still see my family members, mm-hmm. they're like, when are you going to finish your degree? When are you going to finish your degree? And it's they like— They still say that to you. Yeah. You're, oh, you're 30? Well, 29? Whew, almost, yeah, 29. Yeah. Um, no, and it's still like, when are you going to finish your degree? And it's like, what the hell would I get— you think I'm going to go like work for the CIA after my YouTube comedy food career is done? <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? And there's no amount of accolade. Uh, Forbes 30 under 30, just saying. <laughs> Cousins out there. Um, you know, we'll, we'll make them satisfied because for them, it was yeah. like, you get an education. This is important. We came to a new country. Everybody mm-hmm. gets an education. You're mm-hmm. either an accountant, a lawyer, or a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think now we're finally seeing that house of cards crumble on the four-year college thing. Yeah, it's oh, great. Oh, yeah. Burn, burn institutionalized for-profit education. <laughs> to the ground baby it's terrible yeah I mean I don't know it's like I see all like a lot of the people in my community are doctors lawyers engineers and Mm -hmm. they're all so happy oh that sounds pretty cool though too yeah yeah yeah. let me tell you let me tell you (laughs) as much as I'm like yeah chase your dreams follow your dreams like screw the naysayers um, if you want to make a lot of money like a lot Mm -hmm. go do the things that will make you a lot of money if that's a key to your if happiness, that's a key course, to your happiness, yeah. do it. Like, uh, do, make like you know, if you like to cook, you can also make that a hobby. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know that, what I mean. That's a, that's a huge thing. That was that, a huge thing. That's another thing. My mom said she's like, you're making your hobby your job. Do you really want to do that? And I'm like, yeah. That's a question we ask applicants to yeah. the Mythical Kitchen. Yeah, or like it's a question that I ask because yeah. it's something that not a lot of people put thought into. Where they're like, this is the thing that brings me the most happiness in the world and now I'm going to turn it into the thing that gives me the most stress in the world. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. That's a rough gambit. And sometimes yeah. it, it doesn't turn out. And I mean, I know you and I have talked a lot about this, sure. how, you know, occasionally you go home and you're like, ah, the thought of, you know, turning on the oven and prepping food right now. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. Makes me Don't sick. Don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, My friend, Nima, he is a dentist, fantastic dentist. He is also a world-class cook. Yeah, dude, yo, Nima, I want to try food. <laughs> Nicole, like, comes in telling me about your culinary exploits um, all the time. He's a perfect example of, like, I got to make money to support my lifestyle, yeah. but I am passionate about this, so I'm going to do it as often as I can. He went to school. He went to NYU, like, did all the dentist stuff, Is like mm-hmm. a, has a full, like, career as a dentist. Every Tuesday, he makes dinner. And feeds us lonely, <laughs> lonely people his <laughs> creations. And he has not stepped foot in a culinary school. Yeah. He has done all of his research on blogs. He is a huge fan of LA Taco. He has this ramen blog that he follows where he learns, like, and he just learns, he absorbs stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just a perfect example of a person who went to school and, mm-hmm. you know, got their education, but allowed their hobbies to become something that they will not let go of no matter what. And That's I so that. funny because I am a professional food person, but I have an interest in amateur dentistry. Nah. Whenever I go home. Look at these I molars. Just... <laughs> Look at these molars. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a Blink-182 distal valve on the bicuspid side. We're in a secular occlusion. R34. I can be a dentist. How many teeth are there in the human mouth? 
Uh, there's either 32. Is it 32 or 36? It's 32. Well, it you depends. M- I have like wisdom teeth. Teeth in your human mouth. Survey says 32. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, um, the four, the. Well, are I you say about- I was a good amateur <laughs> dentist. I'll just, I, I do it and I have patience. Uh, um, no, a big part of me wanting to become a professional food person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I say professional. I say professional food person too. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. I don't know what else to say to people. Yeah. To this day, people still call me a chef though. I know, same and here. That I mean, me off. mythical chef. Well, you. It's a, it's a branding it's a brand. thing. It's a brand. It's a branding thing. It's a brand more than like what you are because you encapsulate much more than just a chef. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I can throw down in the kitchen, but uh, a lot of my day is spent like analyzing numbers and trying to figure <laughs> out how to trick YouTube's algorithm into to making us more money so we can, you know, do bigger, better, cooler things. It's so weird. Like, they go, hey, like, you're the chef girl. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to call myself. I, so I cut you off from your uh, Oh, tangent. no. I, I was just saying um, separating your hobbies is a, a big thing that I think is yeah. really valuable. I think the only thing in life that you should really put stock in is just, like, have something. Have something yeah. that you can get fired up about. Have yeah. something that you wake up every single day and look forward to. Even the dumbest things of just like, I'm going to try a new frittata today. I just wake up yeah. and want to do that, you know, work or no work. And like one of the big things that motivated me to do it was my dad died hobbyless. Mm-hmm. His whole life was just spent, you know, trying to. How old was he when he passed away? 64. Yeah. 64. And he, he just like didn't have a ton of passions in mm-hmm. life. You know, like he he worked a, a corporate job for a while mm-hmm. and then lost that bad divorce, spent, you know, the last 15 years of his life just trying to make enough money to scrape by. Yeah. And, you know, I always internalized that as well. I need to get a good job to be stable because yeah. money was always a problem for us. Sure. And so that's why I studied political science because I was like, work for the government, get a government job. But a government job wouldn't have actually made me happy. But I, I yeah. confused lack of money worries with being happy. And then mm-hmm. I watched him, you know, die without hobbies. And I was just like, I don't want that. Yeah, of course. I have a thing that I love. I'm going to absolutely chase it. And, you know, to tell people that that is a surefire way to have one success to happiness would be irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Just drop out of college where you already have, yeah. what was what it like? God, school is what, like 35 grand a year in total? For UCLA, I think so. I think so, yeah. With like $120,000 of sunk cost, like yeah. for, you know, 50 of that coming in loans. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn irresponsible. But mm-hmm. in-state tuition, 43, yeah. Oh, no, that's out of state. God, it's- school's too expensive. Wow. But I mean, that'd be a thing that I can't like advocate for people to do because it's like, listen, I, I got lucky on the statistical sense. I, I worked my ass off and I had a general game plan and I hustled I super hard. Yeah. I you t- can't prescribe that to people. I tell myself all the time, you are a lucky girl. Yeah. <laughs> like you are lucky. A lot of people would love to be in your position. And it's like you should be grateful for like where you're at because a lot of people are still working those like. <laughs> crappy line yeah. cook jobs and some people love it though some people can I love just the tell you yeah, something they love the grind. some people love the grind and they love pushing food out and seeing people's faces and just enjoying it and yeah. I and I love that but like it just was never for me yeah and I like the cushy quote-unquote cushy job yeah. I have here. It's kind of, it's it's interesting. I feel that. It's and, but lucky, we still get to do the things that we love every day. Yeah, and of cook. course. And all, although cooking for me in our <laughs> kitchen is mostly like, Nicole, I'm going to fry myself a couple eggs. I'm like, I'll buy you some more eggs. And we need more eggs. Yeah, and, uh, we go through so many eggs here. We all love eggs yeah, in Mythical Kitchen. Yeah, between me and V, like we're, we're eating about eight eggs a day. V loves eggs. Yeah, do we? She fries up like three. God bless her. <laughs> I, I wish we had time to respond to every single person that DMs us, asking yeah. if they should go to culinary school or just being like, I have a passion for food. Um, how do yeah. I enact that into a job? 
um, because there's no prescribed way to tell people how to make it happen, right? Yeah. If you're somebody who like you for will be food. happy for, for food. food, which is yeah. so weird because food be a lawyer, is weird. Go to law school. Food is so weird. It will. I mean, our job is it's an industry weird. that did not exist 10 years ago. Yeah. The digital food media. What the hell is that? I remember <sighs> growing up and my dad being like, there's a whole channel devoted to just cooking. That's stupid. That'll never work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean about Food Network? Yeah. Uh, and so we're the first generation to grow up with this as an actual career. Right. Yeah. Like uh, so similar true. for, say, sports broadcasters in like the 60s. Like, sure. You know, um, and so the job that you might want in the culinary field may not even exist. exist. Yeah, that's right? so true. And so it's tough to then give people a roadmap. And so, you know, is culinary school a scam? To me, it's always like, how much is your time worth? How yeah. important is money to you? How important is institutionalized education? If you're someone, I need to have a $200 a month gym membership to work out. Yeah. In the way that I do, right? Like a I lot need... of people are like that. They're yeah. like, I'm paying this money. I'm not gonna let it go down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. I had normal. I had a forty dollar a month membership to LA Fitness and I never went because the parking's kinda crowded. There's yeah. no one there telling you what to do. I made that investment and just decided that I'm gonna work out every damn day because I'm paying out the wazoo yeah. for it. Yeah. If you are somebody who you think that you can be the person that like I'm going to make a damn successful culinary career and I have the means to pay off these loans mm-hmm. and I'm going to be valedictorian in my class and mm-hmm. I'm going to go work in development for Southwest Airlines to develop their new line of yeah. what the hell ever. Do they have first class in Southwest? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't, I've never flown Southwest. But you know what I mean? Somebody who is like a really hard charging gunner yep. and wants to do that. But if you're somebody who goes, ah, I think I kind of like food. I don't know what else to do with my life. Should I pay you know, $80,000 over the course of several years and have the <laughs> opportunity cost of not working Hell no, you shouldn't. You should yeah. go knock on the door of your local restaurant and say, hey, yo, can I wash dishes making $15 an hour, whatever the minimum wage is where mm-hmm. you are, uh, and then see if you like it and work yourself up from there. I have a confession to make. I was a very confused person when I went to culinary school. <laughs> <laughs> and my my chef uh, that I went to dinner with actually reminded me of that. He literally, while he was like cutting open a meatball, he goes, you were a confused kid, Nicole. <laughs> and I'm like, Me? I'm like, I'm confused that you thought I was confused. He's like, yeah. He's like, you just came in and you just liked food. He's yeah. like, you didn't know what you wanted to do. I'm like, I guess. But he's like, but look at you now. And I'm like, I guess. I don't know. But I was confused in school. Yeah. And if I, But the thing is, at the end of it, I knew what I liked. Mm-hmm. I knew what I didn't like. And I knew what to do to get where I wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you did it. I did. I mean, there's still so much more for me to do. Oh, yeah. And who knows what the rest of our careers are going to look like. Yeah. Five years from now? When is five years? 2027? Yeah. 2027. I'll be living in Aruba. We're going to have the mythical culinary universe. Nicole's going to be in a satellite location in Aruba. Yeah. She's going to start I'm going to have eight kids. (laughs) I'm going to be running the the mythical (laughs) outdoor sand volleyball league. All adopted. We're going to start a mythical sports. I'm just going to have like a little buggy (laughs) just full of beautiful children just all around the island of Aruba. (laughs) Uh, God bless. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to hear what Trevor has to say. He's not a guest on this podcast. He's he not. Does, he does have his brand new, very own podcast called Trevor Talks Too Much. He's talking to some of your favorite celebrities out there, like That's streamers true. and gamers and gaming streamers. And Streaming also, on games. And also non-gaming streamers. That's true. Just like a musical bunch of artists. Yeah, uh, some internet celebs. Internet celebs. So exciting. He's got a used Kia Optima for oh. 0% APR and twenty nine ninety nine. He drives a Wrangler. Oh, yeah. He has a big Jeep that's really annoying to park next to. Um, but really, Trevor has his own podcast. Trevor talks too much. Get it wherever you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really excited for him. We're and very proud of you, Trevor. I think it should be called Trevor Talks the Appropriate Amount. That's too many T's. Trevor talks T-T- to pre. Yeah, 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 it's a lot of T's, a lot of T's. Anyways, it's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. First up, we got at Baciado, the ham pickle cream cheese combo is a very underrated snack food. Yes. At what point do Correct. people keep posting this opinion, though, and it doesn't become underrated anymore? I like turkey. You know? <laughs> you know? Josh. You know you know why I buy lunch meat ham instead of lunch meat turkey? Why? I know you just saw me eat a bunch of lunch meat chicken breasts. Was that chicken breasts? Yeah. I kind of tend to like look away at this point. I know. <laughs> I eat, I, I used to, I don't know, eat respectable meals. But uh-huh. like in the office now, I've just made it like a solid 11 a.m. after breakfast, before lunch snack of just like dipping lunch meat in mustard. That's fine. Are you, you're like being very fit right now. You're um, being, yeah, I'm You're I'm being very to do, good. I was, I was, no, it's no good or bad. I just oh, like, sorry. I decided that I'd like to take a month of like, let's see how, if I can get hotter. You know, I Josh, just want to like try and listen be... to me. I've told you this in passing. Hotness comes from the inside. No, yeah, that's what people say. Josh, I'm trying to see if I can eat enough lunch meat to make not, my insides hot. Josh, not to you know be I mean? not so humble, but I'm so hot on the inside. I just like I like playing with my body, Nicole. Like I've done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've, done, I've done no, no. I, I've done like month stints of I've tried keto just to see what it did to my body. Uh, I tried um, lean gains. It was like a weird intermittent fasting thing. I tried going <laughs> vegan just for the shisunt giggles. Um, and now I just decided like, I don't know, let's just try going like no processed sugar, no gluten, no wheat, no alcohol for a month. See if All it right. does anything. What I found out is that I really like alcohol in bread. I and love bread. I'm happier when I consume them. I'd like to keep doing that, but I've committed to a month. Is there serotonin in bread? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the main ingredient. It's got like glutens and serotonins, and that's what makes it rise. <laughs> I told a doctor the other day, I'm like, hey, uh, do you do they have like serotonin drops? And she's like, <laughs> what? she's like, do you mean antidepressants, Nicole? I'm Jesus like, oh, Christ. oops. I'm like, why can't you just like, like algae drops, but serotonin yeah. drops? And she's like, it doesn't work like that, Nicole. I'm like, oops. And you're like, uh, I went to culinary school. I think I know. <laughs> All right. Hot Tamalia says Dr. Pepper tastes like soy sauce. I'm drinking a big old mug of Diet DP right now. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. <laughs> Smells like prunes. It's a little, it's a little savory. I understand the soy sauce note. Yeah, I do. I get soy sauce a lot from um, stout beer. Yeah, I don't yeah. like stout beer. It's kind of malty. I soy sauce is brewed. I'm not going to pretend like I actually know what it is. I think it's a fermented soy. But like you cover soybeans for in like a salt, long time. You let it stew for a long time. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if you heat it or not. I don't know. Seems like it'd be heated, right? I don't know. Ah, that's one of those things that I'm going to Google after this, and then <laughs> I'm going to know it, which is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, no, I get that. It's the color is a really big part of. How you taste things, right? There was that experiment. You eat with your eyes first. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of experimentation that has verified this. Like, um, they did the thing where they took enology students, the wine making Enology? Students. Enology and viticulture. Viticulture. 
Viticulture, I believe, is study of growing grapes. Yes, Enology, yes, yes. I believe, is the study of making wine. Nice. I think so. Um, okay. Shout out to UC Davis. I almost went there to be in their uh, food science program, then found out I am too dumb and chemistry is hard. <laughs> um, but no, they, they did a thing where they took enology students and they dyed a red wine. They dyed a white wine red mm-hmm. and asked him for tasting notes, and they all described it as a red wine with tasting notes. And it's like, no, dummy, we just dyed it. So I get it. Like you see the dark Dr. Pepper. I think that is what makes it taste like soy sauce. If it was clear, I don't think you'd get the flavor notes at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at let's go hot tamale again. Hard-boiled eggs and cream cheese on top of a blueberry bagel hits. That makes me physically nauseous thinking Mm -mm. about. I don't like this whole trend of people putting sweet bagels with savory stuff. You got to stop. You got to stop. But if you want to put jelly on like an English muffin with an egg in it, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we decide what's fine. Even if it seems like it it contradicts the things that we said earlier, (laughs) it's fine because we said it. That's right. And we're, we're in right. charge. We're right, yeah. You're listening to us. We have the microphone. Fox is running the hen house, baby. <laughs> the hens don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> oh, Christ. The next one, next one I just read. Okay. Nicole, sorry. Uh, Burly underscore girl says salsa on brownies is goat tear. You're a liar. You're lying. Yeah, I think this is a, this is a fabrication. You are a tr- I think this is a troll, troll post. Is, is there anything that you do that would be comparable to this? Like, what's no. the closest thing to salsa on brownies? Uh, 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 like sriracha on a hot cookie? Sa- yeah, mm-hmm. hot sauce on a cookie. Even then, I don't want that. Putting a mo- uh, that. dipping jalapeno juice with the with the Milanos. Is that yeah. good? Do you do that? No, I'm just trying know. to yeah, find comparisons. No, I, uh, I believe this is a, a troll, but that's, well, hold on. You put a little like relish on a cupcake, though. What are you talking sweet, about? I like sweet cucumbery things. Cucumber Persian ice cream. That's a delight. Stop Why trying to justify this. I don't Why listen. Listen, I don't like this. I think you're a liar, Burly you're lying. Girl, but we still like you. Yeah, put bring more opinions. I want to know what else Burly goes into. <laughs> I love I love this next one. At Jillyface9, I eat the rind on brie cheese, but I don't like it very much, and I'm not really sure if I should. <laughs> I'm going to, you answered your own question there, girl or or guy or non-binary folk. I don't know. You answered the question when you said, I don't like it very much. Stop eating it. Um, Shout out out to cheeses with edible rinds. Love you all, baby. Um, I love the rind. You eat the brie rind? Of course I do. Waste not and one not. But that said, there are some cheeses where I'm like, I'm not sure I'm supposed to eat this. And then one of them, I thought it was an edible rind. But it, it was, was a like net. A, it was a net. That is one of my favorite yeah. cheeses also. Yeah. The what, Trader you know Joe's one, a Saint something. Saint I don't know. O- no, not Saint no, Auger. Not Saint Auger. Um, but. Yeah, no. So I ate a net once. Don't eat the net. It I is didn't like such, it very much. If you ever see a bright, bright, bright orange. Oh, Port Salt. Port, port, port Salute. Port, port Salute. salute. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you, you certainly can eat the rind on brie. There are a lot of people who who would say that you are supposed to. Yeah. I mean, I remember like my French teacher telling me that you should eat the rind on brie. If you don't like it, don't do it. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. Stop putting it in your mouth. Chase your bliss. This is my turn. Yeah, yeah. Is it my turn? <laughs> is it my turn yet? <laughs> I'd like to read the next opinion. <laughs> Okay. Haley Popish XO says, my boyfriend hates spaghetti. He says it's a terrible size. Prefers angel hair or fettuccine. He says angel hair for light sauce and fettuccine for dense sauce. No spaghetti. Um, you know what? I understand. I understand your boyfriend's sensitivities. I get it. It is like, it's it's mediocre. It is yeah. it is the baseline. Now, mediocre can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just right. It's mediocre macaroni. That yeah. sounds good. Mediocre macaroni. Um, 
I agree that light sauces love angel hair capellini mm-hmm. and thicker sauces love fettuccine. Uh, does your does your boyfriend want a job as a culinary producer? Because yeah, I see, love his opinion. In. This makes a lot of sense. This is how I feel about the what they call quote unquote soft taco sized tortillas that come from mass market. Yeah, like yeah. Mission and Guerrero. You mean the small like one, like the street taco ones? No, because I love those. I, I like... bought them by the way. I bought some corn ones for oh, you. Oh, today? Yeah. Oh, very cool, very cool. I'm not doing processed grains, but thanks, Nicole. <laughs> um, why the hell am I doing this myself? But no, the the soft taco size are too big for a proper taco where they spill out. They're like, yeah. you know, a 12 bite taco, which doesn't exist in my mind. And they're too small to roll a proper burrito. Spaghetti is right in that middle point of thickness that I don't need, just yeah. like those tortillas. So I agree. I don't even love angel hair, but like uh, a rice noodle vermicelli is something that I like really love. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'd rather have like most Italian pastas. I want a thick, dense, chewy noodle. Shout out to lasagnette. I really want a bucatini with meatballs right now. I want buc- sounds good, man. I want bucatini with me both. I know I said I'm doing all this. No, no, stuff, no. We but... have lettuces. Oh, yeah. We got salad for lunch. <laughs> it's a good salad. Though. Sweet Green does a great job. It does. Not a sponsor. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, MTC806 says, my boyfriend says Miracle Whip and peanut butter sandwiches are good. It's the zip of Miracle Whip. Yeah. This, this is, is really something good. in Southern, like in the South, right? Yeah. Peanut, banana, and mayonnaise is my favorite iteration of that com- of that combo. Not even peanut butter. Wasn't just... that Jimmy Carter's favorite sandwich or something? It was something like that. He was a yeah. peanut farmer. Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Miracle Whip, I think, works better than mayonnaise because you have a little bit of sweetness to tie into the sweetness of peanut butter. Um, I love Miracle Whip. I'm a fan. It's coleslaw aioli. Yeah. I, um, I, I wouldn't try this. I'm not brave enough. Maybe if you blindfolded me and said, hey, eat this, maybe. But like on my own volition. Mm. Nicole loves getting blindfolded <laughs> and fed <laughs> sandwiches. Up. It's kind of her thing. <laughs> You're so Sorry. funny. Go. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, Soju7 says, grape jelly and roast beef cold cuts with white bread. Surprisingly pretty good. I would eat this sandwich more than the mayonnaise sandwich. Roast beef is just the exact wrong cold. It's almost the worst cold cut, though. With grape, grape jelly? jelly right? I'd rather have a, even a turkey, but especially Do you think ham. they heat it up? Uh, no, I think they're going cold. I think they're going no, cold No, you need to this. heat up the roast beef. You want a hot roast beef, cold grape jelly. I don't care the temperature of Where the grape is it jelly. Like, is it like a grape jelly au jus? I don't know. Like, is there like a French I, I dip action that for. I just read it. You should be the white hat. Why are you not thinking about it? No, I would, I would heat up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, would, I would pan sear the roast beef, and then I would uh, toast the bread lightly on one side. <laughs> I would smudge grape jelly on both sides of the untoasted bread, and then I would put the hot meat, and then I'd eat it. <laughs> is there a worse cold cut to use with grape jelly than roast beef, though? Think um... About it. I don't know. There, there give me is. some cold cuts. Pastrami, corn. That's beef, pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, brown corn fiber, beef, salami, salami and grape jelly sounds good. Uh, 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 finocchione. That's just another kind that's of salami. Bologna. Ew, bologna. Bologna. Mortadella. Mortadella would not work. Prosciutto. Prosciutto could work. Gabagool could work. Coppa. Coppa could work. Turkey. Turkey could work. Do you know that turkey, like, they just named the bird after the country because it was just like a miscommunication on where the bird came from? No way. Yeah, I was wondering about that. And then I read it in a book. (laughs) You read books? I read it in a book. And then in some other languages, turkeys are mistakenly called. I think Ethiopian. <laughs> That's because amazing. Because there was like it was like the Dutch. Shout out to Dan Jurafsky in his uh, delightful book about food etymology. The turkey sock is wild. All right, we got at Kyle Leviathan. Taylor ham is the best breakfast meat, and I was devastated to learn it's regional to the NJ area. Well, Kyle Leviathan, I was recently on the Jersey Shore. It was a hot, sweltering day. I was five to nine white claws deep, and I stumbled upon a stand, and I got a fried Taylor ham, aka pork roll. Uh, sandwich with white American cheese, and it was one of the better things I've ever eaten. It was great. 
I we've bought Taylor ham before for the show. Yeah. And um, I haven't done anything fun with it. And I want to eat that sandwich that did, you said. Did you have, uh, did you try it at all? You just like fried it up some and ate it? Uh, no. You even try it? I didn't get to try oh, it. Oh, God. I know, I know. I'm so mad at myself. I'm God, mad, I'm like mad. It's like spam, but worse. It's I great. really want to try it. It's like if somebody made an artisanal spam. That's oh. what I describe it. It's like a little less preform, a little more heavily seasoned, but still, and it's funny calling Taylor Ham artisanal, but compared <laughs> to spam, it is. All right, Nicole, you take the last one. This is, this is a good one. Okay. Taylor Apper says, apple and honey is delicious and non-Jews need to get on it. Shout um, out to the Goyim. I like it. It's not my favorite. Oh, it's one of my I favorite. I like Haroset. Yeah. Non-Jews need to eat more Haroset. Come uh, to my house. My mom will make you really good Haroset. Haroset? I don't Because uh, <laughs> there's somebody that criticized me for not saying Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, but Haroset, yeah, dude, you take the Manischewitz wine. Uh, walnuts, apples, and honey, and just kind of mash that up into a paste. Yeah. Put it on matzah. That's like one of my favorite combinations of flavors. The wine kicks it off. I think we should eat it on more stuff. When you and I start a pop-up mm-hmm. with our awesome non-culinary school degrees, well, you, you still got I have an associate's degree. They're going to take it away if you don't pay your student loans soon. What? Um, I mean, don't, don't, if any loan collectors are, are watching this, don't come after Nicole. She's going <laughs> to They'll take eventually. my degree away? I think so. And then we'll have to fire you. It's going to be super awkward. Uh, but that's going to be the dessert. <laughs> I'm saying we should make a charoset dessert for when we eventually do a mix pop Well, I'm going to be fired by that point, apparently. UCLA, so I don't want to do that. UCLA keeps emailing me. They're like, hey, want to come back to school? I'm like, piss off. <laughs> Win me a national championship in basketball this year. Then we'll talk. My school doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing. A lot of culinary schools are actually just scams to get shut down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, shout out. I am glad I went there. Oh, education. Well, on that note, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Enhendizade with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. No gods, no masters, just culinary school. For more (laughs) Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, including the ones you learned in culinary school, Hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.